welcome to the Pink Isle. Yes, my name is Henry Kathman, and joining me, as always, we say this every week, but as always, it's the same people. Every it's the week. same people. Week Emma, after week. Yeah, what's your name? Uh, yeah, Gemma. <laughs> okay, okay, we're doing this a bit, I guess. So <laughs> yeah. that's Emma Corey. I'm Henry Kathman. Thank you for joining us once again. Because Actually, his name is Jenry. I don't know why that's a thing, but all right. Today, it's time for a fourth time to journey through the rainbow. Actually, it's a fifth time. Fifth time? There's oh the my goodness, you are right. It's been so long. It's been so long. Time away from Fairytopia has left I know. us. It's, we really, we really missed it, I guess. Do you really miss it? Well, I mean... I guess some aspects make me nostalgic <laughs> for the good old days of, like, two I, months ago. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. The So we're watching the fifth installation, and at this date and time, final installation on the Barbie Ferritopia sub-series of the Barbie movies. Now, this is Barbie, Mariposa, and the Fairy Princess. Which very strange that they waited this long to make a sequel to Mariposa. Yes, especially after going through like studio changes, a change in animation software and all that. This feels like something that might have just been on the back burner and they were like, oh, we gotta get these ones out first. And now they're like, huh, it's been a while since we did a fairy one. Hey, Elise, you got, you got another Mariposa thing? All right, great, cool, yeah, we'll run it. This is the last uh, movie that Elise Allen wrote. Yes, is, it is, which... Yeah, it's like an end of an era. It really does feel like an end of an era. And again, like, we said this last episode, but as much as we poo-poo some of Elise Allen's work, she does do her best on a lot of this stuff. Like, yeah, she, there's a reason why she's a published author and all that stuff. But, yeah, Barbie, Mariposa, and the Fairy Princess. I don't know if you have any expectations for this movie. Uh, well, I think it is kind of interesting that the Fairy Princess in this one isn't Alina. It's just a, yes. another character. Well, it's not even Alina. Alina's not anywhere in this movie. It's yeah. Mariposa. And also, you mentioned this earlier, Mariposa is actually voiced by Kelly Sheridan in this one when she was voiced by a different actress. Yes, so... So it's almost me thinking that maybe this might be some kind of soft reboot situation or something. Perhaps. I feel like a big problem that the original Mariposa's, not the the original Fairytopia's dealt with, is that, like, they were already in, like, this sort of installation stuff. And... I don't know if they're going to do an exposition flashback on this one. It'd be kind of weird if they did, but I don't know. I said, I generally don't really know. Like most of these newer movies, I don't really know what much to expect. Well, but... something that I know is that uh, returning as director for also seemingly his last time, William Lau. He's been with the Fairytopia series for so long, and now doing one last ride. Yeah. It's been a long time. Beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> but alongside that, um, I noticed that there is one actress that has not returned, Kathleen Barr, mm. which, I mean, she wasn't uh, 
her character wasn't the villain in the last Mariposa movie. Yeah, they had the one, like... Jealous girl, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. So I don't know what to expect with this one. I don't think we'll be missing not having an evil magic lady. Unless well, there is an evil there's probably going to be an evil magic oh, lady. God. Let's be honest here. We've got to curb our expectations with this. But also... I believe... This one might pique your interest because... I have scanned the different Barbie movies amongst the internet and see how like people feel about it. And the common consensus is, is that in terms of the movies that have the most coding in them and the most shipping material, Barbie, Mariposa, and the Fairy Princess, that is up there. It's nowhere near as Princess and the Popper or Diamond Castle. But it's up there. Actually... Interestingly enough, mo- I see a lot more people or draw more fan art of of the Fairy Princess, this movie, compared to A Diamond Castle. Which, I mean, maybe that makes sense because fairies, like, people can identify with yeah, I that I mean, she's stuff. got a cool aesthetic. I'll give yeah, her that. that. I don't know. I feel like just so many people slept on Diamond Castle. Like, I don't know. Oh, I miss Diamond Castle. I do, too. Maybe I, they I saw know. those discoing dogs and they turned it off. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. I will say, though, like, after being completely blown out of the water by the pink shoes last time, like, I don't know. Like, I kind of have, like, high hopes. It might be. Um, But remember last time we saw a really good one. It seems like every time we see a really good one, it gets followed by a really bad one. Perhaps. Because, like, you know, we went from seeing magic of pegasus to the barbie diaries yeah Uh, what was the one we saw before uh princess charm school i think i think that was the fairy secret which i don't know that one was okay that one had some fun parts yeah but it it is kind of a pattern i don't know i guess well there's gonna be only one way to find out so Emma, it's time for us to don our wings and fly through the rainbow as we go one meet. One last time. One last time. We time. Are... Barbie. Mariposa and the Fairy Princess, the all-new Barbie DVD. Let the story begin. Can Mariposa use her magic to teach Catania to transform and fly? Yes. Transform again. Fly with your friends. Come on, let's fly. Mariposa dolls and doll sets each sold separately. Barbie Mariposa and the Fairy Princess. You can own it on Blu-ray and DVD August 27. And we're back. Hey, so, uh, Mariposa and the Fairy Princess. There are good things about it. There were not so good things about it. It was, it kind of canceled out and it became definitely a movie. Yes, I agree with you, mostly. Oh no, I don't tolerate I, disagreement, unfortunately. I, I don't know, I, I might actually agree with you completely on this one, <laughs> but it's, yeah. So, so first positive thing. I think this is definitely one of like the better looking ones you've seen in a long time. Okay, Just from, like, yes. A aesthetic design yes. point of view, it's yes. The way they design, especially like the New Kingdom, is really like cool, like kind of classic fantasy ish. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. liked it, you know. I, thought, I liked the lighting in this movie. Like lighting is one of those things that like 
it's mostly just a sign of like how advanced the hardware you're working with is but like rainmaker they have some very good lighting in this yeah, movie it was it, very like nice and colorful without being like fairy secret ah, it hurts my eyes yes little. that is a good bit of comparison with that one <laughs> like and i also more or less liked all the character designs too like all uh, of them like except look... for a couple exceptions so well, let's start off with another great also, thing. Also, there's no Bibble in this movie, so... Uh, the, um, we'll talk about... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's start off with something that definitely was great about this movie. The opening credits. So they do this whole storybook opening. While they're doing the opening credits crawl, they're like also giving like basic exposition unlike last times where they're they just do a clip show that which i would hope they wouldn't do a clip show because that was like it would if they showed off like the last movie in film yeah, clips they, they've definitely uh upped the visuals in this one but yeah the storybook thing was pretty interesting essentially giving a recap of the first mary posa movie so this is in the same continuity and i guess that was kind of under the assumption that most kids getting this probably might not have seen the first one so it's nice to have this little reminder before. yeah and i think a good but if anyone who wanted to see alina in here she is not present so... alina's not present which actually this is the only fairy topia movie i believe where she is not present yeah because she was huh. like the framing device in mary posa that is true yeah i don't know i mean alina was definitely one of the more top-ranking Barbie protagonists who I found most annoying from a writing s standpoint. Well, yeah, I mostly just found her kind of generic. Yeah, I think that was mostly it. The thing with a lot of these fairy tale protagonists is they usually, their personality traits are kind of vague and just sort of like serve the purpose of whatever movie they're in. Yeah. Like in this one, she has imposter syndrome. In this one, she's clumsy. Oh, mm, oh God. And... Yeah, the clumsiness, uh, in terms of, like, the actual types of traits that you can give certain characters, uh, yeah, they, uh, well, at least moves that don't make a character very engaging. This movie has some engaging elements to it, but... Oh, yeah, just, oh, yeah. Sort of the things that really never quite reaches its potential. But anyway, the movie begins, we're back in, uh... Flutterfield, which is Mariposa land. Uh-huh. Mariposa, she's now essentially a celebrity after she saved them from the the Skeksis or whatever. She's going around. She has her friend Willa here. Her two uh, beautician friends are nowhere to be seen. I guess they, I assume they were thrown into the same pit that the mermaid friends from Mermaid Tale 1 were thrown in, so. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know. That's something that a lot of these movies struggle with you end up getting a lot of these like side characters that just end up going nowhere and i mean it kind of makes sense because so many of them a big flaw with them is that they are so uh one note that that sort of characterization ends up becoming redundant especially with some of the side characters that you end up getting that are basically carbon copies personality wise of the ones in the original movie yeah. but yeah she's 
she's now a celebrity. People like her. And I will say, stuff that makes Mariposa very appealing as a protagonist, maybe it's just my background that's giving me some bias, but the fact that she wants to spend her time just working in a library and just, like, amongst the books... That was is like a mood. Her being a big book lover, like a thing in the previous movie. It was a thing in the previous movie. Like that's that was like her whole thing, where she was like that introverted girl who just likes to read and was a little too afraid I to like put herself my, out there. I do not remember much about the first Mary Posa. Yeah, that's fair. That's but, fair. So as is going on, uh, so we gotta meet side characters again, and plus a new character that was not present before. Well, yep, so we don't no longer have that, uh... Little bunny The bunny thing. thing. We now have Z. Z. Which... Which they call a puffball, so I guess it's the same species it's as the same, Fable, but it's... I, the, the, design, the designs have gone through a shift. Yep, Z so, uh... Z is, uh, like a round... They're kind of like if... Poof from Fairly Odd Parents. Yes, I made the comparison that if Bibble was like Cosmo and Dizzle was like Wanda, this is our poof. And instead of like talking kind of like gibberish mixed with occasional complete words, instead, uh, Z essentially talks like a minion. Which, it's so incomprehensible that I can't even like, I'm not even going to try to imitate it and like, rest assured nearly in every scene that they're in we oh get a cutaway my god it is relentless it just doesn't end listener oh my god i feel like this movie has probably the worst like animal companion sidekicks oh my of god any it is them. Like, li- literally i can deal with enough like kind of like annoying cutesiness but this one it's like dialed up to the point where the hijinks in this goddamn movie are through the roof like this movie it's has so like, hard to handle one, one sort of like story that would have been interesting if they went more into it about like yeah. different cultures clashing and like yes you know finding friends across the divide but that it just gets kind of like lost in the mix and time that could have been spent like developing that or like or developing the, the characters. Or the fucking villain. Oh, we'll yeah, that get might to be the good. villain. We instead get a lot of scenes of puffball hijinks and also like, oh. Oh, damn, oh, Mary Posa, she's so clumsy. Mary, oh, and her friend and her boyfriend are trying to run the library, but they're so clumsy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I knew. <sighs> so. Like, this movie isn't very long. Like, why? I don't understand. I don't understand. There's so much about this movie that I don't understand. But here's the thing. So they are just doing her thing. She, but oh, she's being summoned to the palace by the queen. For it seems that they need a royal ambassador to go to the Crystal Fairy Kingdom. So, something that we were never privy to in the last movie, which, you know what, fine. Like, I don't think I expected to make a sequel from this so many years later. But, so the thing is, they, there's a separate kingdom 
that is separate from the other separate kingdoms. Yes, yes, different, separate from the regular fairytopia, but also separate from the butterfly fairies. You think these societies would operate much better if they didn't put like all the health of their kingdom at stake at like one magical person or object? Like maybe if they move past that, they'd have more fruitful societies that couldn't be overtoppled by like one magic lady. You know, I will say this, like people can, I mean, not a lot of people, but some people do give the Tinkerbell movies craps for its world building and stuff like that, but at least like- How dare they? Those uh, films oh, are yeah. masterpieces of world building. <laughs> well, we'll get to those someday. Maybe. Someday. Hopefully. I, I hope I so. want to. I like those Yeah, movies. but at least with those movies, when they had those separate fairy realms, like with the ice fairies and like all that stuff, they, like, I'm not- demanding that everything has an explanation here no that would be annoying and dumb but i feel like a big problem with this movie especially with the world building is that it doesn't really do anything to reinforce the story it seems mostly just cheaply inserted there in order to hand wave away any sort of like more complex stories that they could tell like so the thing about the crystal fairies is that they are a separate kingdom and apparently the two have been like mortal enemies and it's all because of a misunderstanding because that's Ser- how it, racism happens it was it, all a misunderstanding I, uh, before we get but that's here's the thing yeah because this movie is it's trying to do kind of, kind of like a xenophobia metaphor like yeah d- addressing thing. prejudice very, very heavy hitting very non-complex in its portrayal Yes, but the problem with even this non-complex portrayal is that they undermine even that. So the whole thing with this is the crystal fairies, they have this special crystal substance that works for their energy. I know you won't get this, Henry, but I must say in the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic series, there is also a crystal kingdom of crystal ponies who also have their kingdom controlled by magic crystals. Were they at war with the regular ponies? Well, they were like an isolated nation, so... Ha! Huh. Ha! So, hmm. Ha! Huh. When did this film come out again? 2013. Might have been around the same time. I mean, time. It's, it does seem like it's about the same time. I kind of... I do, I do feel like Barbie kind of, like, goes around random children and, like, girls' toy properties, and it's like... Oh. Thank you. Yes. It's mine now. Yes, I made this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is me. But, so, apparently, long ago, the butterfly fairies and the crystal fairies declared themselves mortal enemies for all eternity because someone was trying to steal one of their magical crystals and stuff. And the reason why I bring up how, like, I think this sort of undermines even the sort of simplified oh, racism is caused by a misunderstanding type thing. Like, they don't even go into that initial understanding. Which, I mean, I guess is reflective of the fact that, like, most people tend to not be able to justify, like, those historical reasons for why certain groups of people hate other groups of people. Because most... Because as Mary Posa points out, like, there are, like, all these stories of, like, how... Oh, the crystal fairies, they have evil teeth and they will drain your life force and they're Yeah, they ruthless essentially te- like have a lot of sort of ridiculous things that they think about them. But I mean, I don't know, it's just so like it just feels exaggerated to the point where it's kind of hard to like re- relate it, you know? Uh-huh. I don't know if that makes sense. It's just 
I don't know. I mean, and then you of say course that, it's kind of like, like undermined by the thing that like the crystal fairies and the flutter fairies aren't really that different. Like, no, they're both pretty sparkle fairies. They're pretty sparkle fairies. Literally, the like, only thing is like, their wings. Yeah, so it's like on. A, it kind of feels like a thing. Like, well, but if they were Where monstrous, then I guess they would have been justified in not liking them. Hmm. Like, hmm. oh man, oh man, you are just, you are just tempting my whole monster romance Barbie idea. Okay. Oh my god, the shape of Barbie. Listen here, you can't see that, but like, what was that? Mm, that was kind of, that's kind listen, of... The Shape of Water has like become one of my favorite movies. It's got its problems, and it's some. Pe- I agree, some people might think it's too saccharine, but like, I love that movie so much, and the the notion of combi- having Barbie in a story just like simple, just like that. I'm just picturing like. A bar- Barbie just sitting on the bus wistfully while La Jambrée is playing in the background. I'm just... That gives me warm, fuzzy feelings. Wait, is Kenbo the fish man? Oh, no. No. They would make a fish person. Because they are not cowards. I would hope not, anyway. No, like, he's, ver- Ken- Kenbo would still be a fish person. Oh, he the just fish also per- be Kenbo. That's... Hmm... Oh my god, he would be such a clumsy fish man. And yeah. <gasps> there would be hijinks where she would have I, to uh, yeah. where she would have to hide him in her apartment. It's just like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, okay. Enthusiasm gone. Anyway. Oh, it's uh, a classic of modern cinema, Henry. And you know it. So <laughs> the Queen is enlisting Mariposa to Go be the ambassador in order to ensure peace between the butterfly but fairies. She and... has imposter syndrome. Yeah. Until her boyfriend talks to her really quickly. And she's like, oh, I yeah. guess I'm good with it. Also, I guess that major from the last movie, the useless one, is here. Oh, yeah. Only he's Any racist co- now. Yeah. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah. They. Wow. They made, like, the one major black character racist. I think, <laughs> I think you're the only person of color in. Either of these movies. Okay, we're gonna put that one down as a yikes, but, uh... So, (laughs) yeah, as you said, Carlos gives a pep talk. And he also gives her a magical glowing orb that just glows. Yeah. And I was like, oh, here comes the MacGuffin, because he really puts a lot of emphasis on the importance of this orb. Yeah. I mean, it's there... Like, a lot of things in this movie, it's there. There's a lot of stuff in this movie where you see it, it's like, you're like, what's that all about? Yeah. And I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the thing that I would... I mean, I'm thinking about this now. Your point that, like, the crystal fairies and the butterfly fairies aren't too different. Like, it is still very much possible to, like tell stories of prejudice with those types of similarities. If if anything, like, those types of stories end up being a lot more effective at communicating how irrational and, like, uh, illogical most prejudices are. Like, I don't know. But, I don't know, I, this I, movie does the thing, though, where it's like... In order for them to stop being prejudiced, she has to essentially do something to prove to them that she is exceptional. So now She's they one reali- of the good yeah. ones. So now they realize that it was bad. Yeah, we'll get... 
yeah, that is definitely something that undermines a lot of the metaphors here. And since, like, the two kingdoms are exactly the same, it's kind of just, like, I don't know, it's not about, like, reconciling differences and respecting different cultures. It's more about, like, how to recognize you just thought a different culture was different than your own. Actually, you were exactly the same. Yeah. You both operate on glowy magic, uh economies and we both fear evil magic beams oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yeah well so, so she, the next day she, she goes on her journey and leaves well, well, her before... friends to yeah. watch over the library yeah but not before a very humorous definitely not drawn out sequence where she has to pack all her books and clothes in a suitcase and we why does this movie have so much padding in it i don't know did they like did they just not come up with a more like hot scenes i don't like like, here's the thing like i would think i feel like if they cut out some of the padding like there are things that you could develop more like the fact that they make this Things so sudden i think yeah it, it would have been to... what would have been more interesting like it would have been great it wouldn't have been great for the brand but uh if they made like uh mariposa initially like ignorant also about uh the fairies before she goes off on the mission and that's why she's scared mm-hmm. about them but as she does research in her library, you know, her job, the thing that they established like she does in this movie, she might begin to learn more about the history of them. Well, like, they established she had already, like, learned about the history. Yeah. Because the whole thing uh, that she was, like, they're, like, talking about, she's like, actually, that's not true. I read it in this book. Exactly. I would have loved to see her, like, show us more of that, like, her actual, like, because that does communicate a good lesson where, like, more often than not, prejudice is reinforced by just simple ignorance. And it's the job of educators to be able to, like, give people the tools to show that, hey, even if you've, like, been told to believe this thing for a long time, it doesn't match the facts. And that's something that, like, Mariposa points out, where it's like, history. this isn't, like... Those are stories I am pulling from history. And that is a lesson that I think that many people could do well to learn by. Yeah. Hmm. But either way, so they're off and she leaves She's her, off, her yeah. friend and Carlos in charge of the library. Let's just let's just get that subplot. We'll get out that of the, subplot. Can out we of the just way. like not talk about it and just mention what happens right now so yes. we don't have to go back? Essentially, yes. Ha ha hijinks. Oh, ho, ho, uh, they Carlos don't know how to sort books. She's clumsy. Oh, she's bad at giving tours. We keep on going back to this for some reason. Oh, no, they, oh, no, they're giving tours and someone spills a soda on the tapestries. Oh, God. Oh, no, they forgot to read to the elderly. They did a which, bad job. The, which is... BS, because I ain't seen. I have never seen a single old person in this movie except for the villain. So <laughs> you are not wrong there. But man, I would have loved, given how sassy they make the side characters, I would have loved, loved to see like these old. I could just imagine it: the two of them trying to read a story to the elderly, and all of them just being like, "This is crap. Give us the smut." Or maybe just like. Read us the bondage fic! What? 
What? What did Ooh. you say? <laughs> Who's that? Chocolate. I remember when they first invented chocolate. Sweet, sweet chocolate. I always hated it. Uh, you know, uh, what did they say? This said they were reading about the crystal fairies. What? God, that scene writes itself. Mattel. Hit us You up. realize you're asking for more padding shenanigans, though. If we're gonna put padding in these movies, we might as well make it the most entertaining padding as possible. Actually, uh, Kenbo scenes from Fairy Secret, this is not. <laughs> but that gives you more time for more scenes of Z going around and being like... Oh, blah, 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 God, the editing in this movie is absolutely just incomprehensible. It's like... literally... There's some, like, weird, awkward parts in this movie where it's, like... They will literally be having the scene and they'll still, like, cut in the middle of it. It's, like, impossible for them to, like, go 30 seconds without them cutting to Z. And I understand. They're like, oh, we gotta get this, like, comic relief. I don't remember Bibble being this nearly this annoying. No. (laughs) No. Like, there are plenty of, plenty of problems to have with Bibble, but, uh, I'll tell you this one, Z makes that, uh... Z wishes they could be Bibble. Like, I'm trying to, like, conjure up a Bibble impersonation, but, like, like Z... Yeah, Z is, like... That's the most horrible thing, is it not? God, I just... (laughs) So they fly into, so we thought for a moment that they were flying through like the old fields from Fairytopia. Yeah, because they, they passed by like the big similar pink flowers. Yeah, and stuff. I mean they might have because from that she does like the kingdom is still farther away. So maybe that was like a reference to Fairytopia. But yeah. you know, like I said, no Fairytopia characters in this one. Which, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so eventually. They make it to Shimmervale, which yep. is the kingdom of the crystal. Well, not fairy. before getting to the welcoming center, because there's oh, yeah. a rendezvous point, I guess. Yeah, but because everyone is afraid of the butterfly fairy, she only gets one person who is like the contracted to be there. Yeah. yeah. What's her name again? She's kind of that character. Uh, sort of like a she's like she's the quirky one she's quirky i honestly i feel like they can't all be the quirky one i know they can't all be the quirky one all of them are so quirky it is unbearable i literally cannot remember her name she shows up once and i don't think they really name her after that she has a name she does have a name i honestly uh, i'll look it up but as they're so soon enough, we get to the second most positive part of this movie where she shows Mariposa Shimmervale. Which and I do really like it. It has like a really cool design where it's this yeah. big ravine with these waterfalls going down it, like, into it. it and yeah, like, and it's got like that sort of stereotypical elven architecture. It's very it's very Riverdale. I mean yeah. Rivendale. Not Rivendale. Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale I would always... is uh, Archie. Yeah, I would always do that too. But I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in. I'm gonna focus a bunch of my plot on some dude who wants to fire himself in a rocket. Is that from? That is an actual plot from that stupid show. 
I've anyway. never watched Riverdale, but I do like hearing about it from other people, just so I can imagine. Yeah, so this this pink fairy is named uh, Talea, Talela. Woof, that yeah. rolls off the tongue. A plus name in Mattel, but uh, yeah, they're showing off the movie and... I'm just waiting for, like, yeah. just... There just has to be a Barbie movie where the Bar- one of the Barbie characters is just named, like, Linda or something. <laughs> like, or, like, it's always, like, Genevieve or Annalise or uh, These, Annika um, or, like... Yeah, or Jessica Lewin. Yes, it's got a... Michaeli. It's like that one, like, <laughs> it's like the white lady with the, like, the board, and it's oh. like, Michaeli. <laughs> oh, my. These are some white-ass names, oh, but... Man. So they end up getting to, they end up getting to the palace, and on the way to the palace, oh, Mariposa sees someone in the window. Yes, uh, lady- we finally get to meet the fairy princess, which, the, yeah, yeah, who's just kind of hanging out. Like you think her entrance would be more of a big thing, but she's just like, hey, she's here. Yeah, and they they they're very casual, like. I mean, they allude to the fact that the father's overprotected by her, him being like, oh, get away from the window. Yeah, the father is, he's a piece of work. Oh, but, God. Uh, so but, the princess, yeah. the titular fairy princess's name. Yeah. Catania. Catania. So, interesting. What do you think of Catania in this I movie? I mean, I like her good enough. I, feel I like... do, too. I feel like she's definitely one of the better parts of these movies. Yeah, she's, I mean, I thought, like, that's the one thing this movie got is like the relationship between her and Mary Posa is really cute, even though it takes them a weirdly long amount of time to start getting to their relationship. Yeah. In a movie titled Mary Posa and the Fairy, and the Fairy Princess. Princess. I mean, I guess this is meant to like build up the sort of divide that they're trying to work yeah. through, but... but like if it just had been like brought in earlier, if we didn't spend so much time in the beginning part and we got to these parts earlier, it probably would have been stronger. But yeah. as it stands, it's like I don't know, like, there's just so much in this movie that could have been, like, handled so much better. I agree. And she has some other parts of her character that are slightly problematic that we can get to later. We'll get to later, but, like, but at least also, in the beginning, she like... she also has uh, her own, her own, uh, puffball, which yeah. is, like, a th- he's got, like, muscles, and he's, like, a little man, and he's blue, and it's, like... <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, I don't even remember I, his name. And like, I don't remember his and name like, either. I'm looking they, it up right and now. They start fighting. It, and suddenly you thought Z was annoying. Now they're two of they're them. They're two of them. Two of them. They won't stop. T- his name is Anu and he is awful. Oh, it's God. just... And they're always there's fighting here. Oh like, my god! You get it? It's oh my like god! A, oh god! You get it? It's like a microdism. It's like the a the raccoon and the pug from Pocahontas. You see, they initially don't get along because they don't understand each other. But the more they get to know each other, they become friends. Which is not really conveyed in a very effective manner. They just fight, and yeah. then suddenly they're okay. Oh I just realized. So if Bibble is Cosmo. And Dizzle is Wanda, and Z is Poof. Anu is that stupid ass dog that came no! in the final seasons of Fair. No! no, wait a minute, that wasn't even the last yeah, season. Yeah, that was before they had the stupid dog, and then they had like that Chloe character in the last <sighs> season when they were like, you know, a show is really on its last legs where it's like we're just gonna add some random new characters. Yeah. 
that fit a lot of like weird like focus groups or tropes. Yeah, you know, I gotta say they uh <laughs> I gotta say if there's one thing that makes me appreciate the good Christian fun of Butch Hartman, it's uh hastily thrown in female characters. Oh, God. Uh, oh man, can't wait for that streaming service to come out, Butch. <laughs> So, anyway, they have their meet cute, and now it's time for her to come to the throne room where she meets King Regalius, who, of all the uh, hoity toity, like, types of kings out there, he's he like, is. He does, he. There is a part in this movie where he was about to murder a woman, so. <laughs> Long you never I'm the most proper king of all oh, Catalina, you must stay away from the window. It's not safe out there in the real world. <sighs> He's a and of course immediately changes his mind after uh, Oh my god, he is just King Triton. Oh god He's um So um So um yeah so, oh, before that, uh, she, her and the assistant, uh, the assistant is like, I've made some plants that would remind you of home, and it's all, like, thorns Thorns and, like, and monsters and stuff, and it's just, like... You know, this movie is very anti-goth, and I don't know <laughs> Yeah, I like, they got an aesthetic, and they just... They got They need to make... See, this was before. Wait, no, Monster High would be like a thing at this point. Right? Mm, no, Monster High doesn't come to, out. So to this like... is before it was cool to make goth toys for girls, to make yeah. monster t girl toys. Yeah. You think any of the later Barbie movies gotten on the monster girl craze? Given what I've seen, no. But it this would is why be... Barbie is behind the times. They know that girls like monster girls. Oh, a Monster Girl Barbie movie. That's mm -hmm. yeah. So in the in the hall in their room. I mean, is there anything else to mention about their room? No. Yeah. So they go to the throne room. They meet King Regalius, yeah. and and immediately he's asked. I I do like this fun thing where. Uh, Mariposa sees Catalina and she's like, "Oh, hey!" You mean Tanya? Yeah, sorry, yeah, Catania. And the king's like, hey, is there any way to address the royal princess? And, like, uh, I love Catania's, like, uh, like, defensive, like, oh, no, that's just the customary greeting of the flatterflies. Hey! Mm -hmm. Oh, it's... It seems that I have much more to and learn. It gets ruined by V hijinks, so. Yeah, Z hijinks and Sue and. So they meet get... and then they go to tea and it's like, oh, she's clumsy. She's clumsy. Her wings get in the way. Mm -hmm. Also, we also established that they're special crystals. They don't like it, anyone to touch them except for crystal fairies. So yeah. Like, initially, I was under the impression, like, all throughout this movie, I was waiting for, like, some sort of history lore dump saying that, oh, a first crystal was destroyed after a flutterfly touched it. That's not true. It was the evil witch lady that did it. I was waiting for that. But it just 
It's just like... And I guess it's better that they didn't do that, but... I don't know. Like, honestly, who cares at this point? They just... His whole thing is just like, mm, only the shimmer fairies can taste the sweet scent of our crystal meth. <laughs> oh God, you you just went there, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I so after the hijinks ensue, I do also like the fact that it's like, uh, Mary Posa, if you would not mind scooting back further. And then he keeps asking her to go move further for like a minute, and then she's to the point where she's like trying to she has to hold the chair up while she's flying yeah and oh also at this time we also established that Catania rides around on a pegasus and does not fly yes so, which i was and the pegasus is not her sister just so you know oh smh but <laughs> yeah so they uh afterwards they go back to their room and mariposa is talking about how like oh, we need to, I need to try harder. Like, it's not their fault for being ignorant about me. I just need to try harder. And so she stays up all night reading using her special glow light. And then the next morning, apparently the king would introduce her to the whole city. So she's flying with Queen Regalia, King Regalius and uh, Catania. And no one showed up. No one showed up. And then and they're like, they're like, oh, I'm sure they're just all busy. And then just some random dude emerges from his window and says, no, we're not. Oh, God. And it's like, it's less that they're scared and more that they're just petty. These are the most petty ass fairies. I got to say, this is the moment that gave me the biggest laugh. Just. Because of the commitment to this bit. And they're like, well, maybe they'll be here tomorrow. And he was like, no, no we won't. <laughs> it's like, oh, they they must be preoccupied with other matters. We are preoccupied. <laughs> like they were close. They were just like this close to being like, go back to where you came from. Oh, God. But so after this. What happens after this? Like, I mean, she accidentally knocks over the king. And he's and, like, oh. Oh, Papa, <laughs> you must never touch the crown of the king. <laughs> His voice too much. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so she screws up again and she's feeling sorry for herself. But uh, when she comes back to her room, she sees that. It's redecorated. Mm-hmm. It's, and this is the first, I mean, already pretty much all of the interactions between Catania and Mary Pose are cute. But this is one where it starts getting like really yeah. cute. And she's like, yeah, I feel bad. Like we spent, oh, wait a minute. Uh, so all throughout this, the king is talking about like, what sort of fighting capabilities do you Butterfly fairies have. I'm told that you have fire breath. And like, they, similar to like the stories about the crystal fairies, like grinding up butterfly fairies to make bread and stuff like that. Like, they have stories that I guess the other fairies are like cunning warriors and can breathe fire and stuff like that. 
And the king seems awfully preoccupied with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Interesting, but... They established uh, that he's very obsessed with security. Yes, which... which com- feels ironic later on, oh, which we'll get to. Oh, we'll get to. But, but so, Catania has redecorated the room, and she explains, like, well, you've spent so much time trying to learn about us, it only feels fair that I should try to learn about you. And it turns out she is also a big book nerd, and she's... Like, she went into all this detail to decorate her room, and she pulls a beast from Beauty and the Beast and gives her a library, and she doesn't even mansplain about it to her. Oh. So, since she's only staying there for, like, a couple days, it was kind of weird to give her a library. Oh, that is... The thought. It's the thought yeah, that yeah, counts. Yeah, yeah. But, like... Uh, so, that's when we get them started to bond. But yeah. before we move on... We get introduced to our villain in a cutaway. So we got another Kathleen Barr voice, evil magic lady who is in this. It's not Laverna. No. It's this different old lady fairy who has a Canadian Canadian sidekick who's like real annoying it's like oh god please bring the gay bring the gay villain sidekicks back. Yeah, this is one of those I mean don't get me wrong, the bat named Boris gave me gay vibes, but only because he seemed like one of those dudes that was trying so hard to prove that he was straight. He was like, oh no, it's totally not gay to kiss your bro. Oh, it's it's okay for us to rub each other off every now and then. It's just Good. what dudes do. There's nothing gay about kissing your homie goodnight. <laughs> I don't know. Just he does not have a dudes. Brooklyn accent. He is Canadian. No, no. It's like, hey, oh, it's, it's just it's guys very, being dudes, eh? Very, very bad Canadian. And so the villain is this magic lady who wants to turn all their crystal hearts, their crystals, whatever, into rocks. Yeah, so. Because reasons. We'll get to the reasons. And the reasons. Who is she? Where did she come from? What is her motivation? Why, Why? does she need the, the crystals? But All she we, doesn't need them. She just wants to destroy them. Yeah, we literally only... We don't even learn her name in this first scene. We don't learn it. Her until, name is, like, something weird, it's too. It's Gwillian. Gwillian. But Gw- they call her, like, the Gwillian. I, yes. What is this? <laughs> what is what going is, on? What is this movie? Who is this villain? Like, what? Was there, like, another draft of this movie where this all, like, pulled together more? Like... But, I don't know. She gave me impressions of some, like, I was totally expecting her to be, like, some evil vizier type thing where she would so, like, oh, She's just mistru- an evil old lady who she's wants to mess She's just a random up. evil old lady. Which, you know, like, after so many, like, evil villain ladies that are like, this prettier woman dissed me and now I'm scorned and angry. So like, they will all be Purged into darkness. <laughs> like, it's almost really just to have this, like, feral old woman who's just evil. You know what? I almost... It almost makes me like her in a way. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, the next day... Yeah, so they, they're gonna essentially go to a ball later, but... The crystal ball! Crystal ball, but so... Catania and Mariposa go off, and they go up to a tower. Yeah, because, well, no, before that, Mariposa goes to the king to 
gratefully accept her invitation and to ask her like thank you very much may i please address the your kingdom at the ball i would love to send kind regards on behalf of all of my kingdom and he's like hey, we'll see how well you do at the ball and then we'll go from there and they make they pointed out earlier that she's only there for a week and it's just like hey regalius what is what's your end game here like what like why do you why the time like, why did they he invite her over to begin with yeah they never really explain why yeah because like the wiki talks about it's almost like he was, like, going to, like, build an army or something. Like, there's going to be some kind of... Yeah, like, I was honestly under the impression that he was, like, pulling out, like, Oh, I knew you would deceive us first, so I decided to strike first. <laughs> like, thinking, I, like, I was initially under the impression that he was, like, gathering intel from her uh, so that he can, like, plan an attack on, like, the other kingdom. And it's, like... No. Nope. <laughs> hey, this is before Frozen. Twisted villains weren't the craze yet in children's movies. No, no. 2013 was Frozen has come in. I mean, it still, still was movie was probably still in production before Frozen. I suppose so, but yeah. So they end up. Uh... So uh, they go off they and go they're off. talking and Ka Catania and Mariposa. They're talking about how much they love to read, and Catania decides to show off her favorite reading spot. And I just love the whole like sort of rebellious thing. I'm sure he's like, "Shut up, Dad! I'm gonna show off my I'm gonna show my butterfly GF all the stuff here." Mm -hmm. And so he ends up. Uh, she ends up taking her to the reading spot and even showing her the mother crystal, which, I mean, okay, fine, sure, it's giant exposed crystal in the center of the city. No guards, no nothing around it. Whatevs, fine. But instead, they're overlooking the waterfalls of the of the city where apparently they grow the crystals. It's a little unclear what well, those falls do. A, either way, they go down there, and then but, we get backstory Well, before time. then, apparently it's been... Catania has not been to the falls since she was eight years old. And, like, she is hesitant to do that, but Mariposa ends up convincing her... And they end up going to the falls. And yep, backstory time. So I guess when Catania was eight years old, this old woman. The old lady from the villain. Yeah, Gwendolyn. Yeah, and so so the whole story is that she was with her father. And then they saw the old lady approaching the falls. Yeah, and she's just like walking around down there. Yeah, where she comes from. What she does. What is... Knows? Yeah, what... what... <sighs> but either way, so as she's going down there, she's like, May I please have one crystal? And then he's like, No. Piss off. And then she's like, oh, I will I'm destroy all of murder you now. <laughs> I'm going to murder everyone. And so she like... Uses... Puts this spell on them that makes them, like, freeze up. And then she, like, goes after, like, seven-year-old Catania. No, well, Catania's like, leave my daddy alone! Mm -hmm. As she begins to attack, so she's like, no, 
if I can't have your crystals, I shall have your daughter. And she's just like, I guess I'm going to steal a child. Because she freezes her dad. Yeah, she's and then, like, and then this freezes old lady her. is just unhinged. Yes. And then all the while, this stupid bat is like, it's been all like, hey, what are you going to do, eh? <laughs> oh, like, I don't, I don't understand, but. But so but but the dad is able to escape the bonds because I guess I must have hit you with a weakest spell. Yeah, this is good. Good to establish that. Yeah, bonds. great. Good. Good. I guess that's a thing. But he ends up getting uh like freeing Catania, except. Catania ends up falling to the ground when they break she, like, her steps. A rock, which I feel like this is the first on-screen of violence towards children. We've yeah, seen in we these we movies. have not seen like an, a child get injured like this, and I guess that's progress. In, 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 question mark. But uh, yeah, I and then from there, Catania was never able to fly after yeah. that well or it I, wasn't I, that she couldn't fly it's, it's that just, she just chose not to so it's one of those movies where like we kind of wanted to make a disabled character but she's not really disabled she yeah. just had to believe in like, herself yeah like here's the thing like those types of stories can be good when it's about things like trauma and stuff like that <laughs> if they decided to build up the angle that like oh i ever since i've flown like I've been just too afraid to fly. Like, like I've been so afraid of this happening again that I, like, like it's, it's very, in, it's very much possible to be able to tell that type of story about, like, someone's trauma. And I don't know. That seems like, it seems like a bit of missed potential then. Oh, like, yeah. like, I mean, don't get me wrong, giving your like character especially your female characters like some trauma in order to make her character interesting it ain't great that's not i don't recommend that as a storytelling shortcut but it's better than the notion that like getting rid of your disability is just a matter of trying harder i don't know it's it's just another kind of asset this movie where it's like, hmm, you almost had something there. Yeah, but... you really did. But anyway, they they spend some time reading and they decide... And they're like leaning against each other. They're, they're leaning against... They're cuddling! No, we even didn't even... For, so, along, before they start like just cuddling while reading books, which, I mean, that's a lesbian date right there, mm-hmm. reading books in a cave full of crystals... They're like, have you ever skipped Rainbow Rocks before? Skipped Rainbow Rocks. Which, in my day, was a euphemism for doing cocaine. I I don't know. Like, maybe that I'm just a more innocent soul, but, like, that feels like a pretty decent euphemism for, like, I don't know, being in the closet. Oh, you know, I heard about Frank was a... Skipping rainbow rocks with Chuck. Jim, do you mean the gay sex or the <laughs> cocaine? Mm, both. <laughs> I always knew. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the but they decide to 
they've enjoyed each other's company so much. Catania decides to give her her crystal necklace. And it's like, ooh. And then, like, uh, Mary Posta is like, oh, shit, someone just gave me a gift. And I didn't get them something. Here, take my special ball that my boyfriend gave me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's cute, I guess. I mean, it's also... And also, like, when they receive them, they both, like, glow. They gl- And there's some kind of special connection, friendship, magic, I guess. Yeah. Attached to that. They don't go into detail about that. I think there, it's, like, foreshadowing the fact that the special butterfly fairy sparkle helps make the crystals work good, I guess. Which, oh, God, Emma, Mm -hmm. I figured out an angle that could fix this movie. So, Mm -hmm. what if, while, like, the big reason why Mary Posa was called in here, like, I mean, spoiler alert, the reason why Mary Posa has been called in here is because uh, her father wants to figure out a way to fight uh, Gwendolyn. Mm-hmm. And he thought that using the advanced combat capabilities of the butterfly fairies was the avenue to do that. But what if, like, over ever since the butterfly fairies and the crystal fairies had their big mortal enemies thing, the power of each crystal was slowly starting to diminish, and it would be later revealed that the source of the crystal's power was because the butterfly fairies shared their light. Friendship. Yeah. But how would they insert an evil, magic old woman into that, Henry? Uh, all I'm saying is that they could have made Gwendolyn like this evil vizier that might have a vested interest in, like, making sure that the crystals run out of their magic light juice, but granted, that would still be kind of a rehash of, like, uh, what's like, her name from the last Mariposa movie. But it's, I don't know. D- like, do you think that her characterization is better than the last um, other types? I don't know. Well, like I said, it's almost kind of refreshing that she doesn't have a whole, like, Ooh, the king didn't be my boyfriend, so that's why I'm angry. That's... And they didn't let me into magic school. Instead, this one, she's just she's just a crazy old lady. <laughs> that's fair. And also, we didn't even mention how she travels around. She travels on this flying cloud. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, it's... like she's like just like pulling into Walmart at two a.m. There we go. <laughs> it's like that one picture of like the witches flying on their brooms, looking awkwardly at a witch flying on a Roomba, just standing on it. Like, that's the vibe that she gave me. I don't know. So, anyway, it's time for the crystal ball, and the king has instructed that Mary Posa tuck her wings as a dress. Yeah, so it's like the doll where it turns from the dress into the wings, so that's why... And right. apparently, uh, Catania can also do this, which physically how it happens, it doesn't even make sense looking at it. Yeah, because here's the thing, like, the butterfly fairies, the wings of those are connected to their bodies, whereas the crystal fairies, at least most of them, they're, like, they're floating. Holograms? I don't know. Yeah, although I will say sometimes there are shots where, like, you can clearly see the disconnect between the butterfly fairies and their back. But they can still be broken too, so... Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh yeah at the butterfly the the crystal ball everyone is doing this romantic slow dance and Catania decides that she's gonna tuck her wings in as well because it's not fair that she has to do it alone and again this is cute shit I wish man I just wish all of the movie was this like Hey, but we gotta see the two puffballs dancing because they're in a hetero relationship now. <laughs> I mean, give yeah, it credit to Pocahontas, I guess. Maybe these stories are actually prequels to the main Fairytopia movies. You know, they and do the, tell it in Z, past tense. Yeah, and yeah. Z and Anu are, those are Bibble's parents. Oh my god. <sighs> it makes so much sense now. Maybe, yeah. Sure. Cool. So they're fly. So they're holding hands as they fly through oh, this ball. They as also the got rest a horse of the carriage. <coughs> yeah, they, they, they got the horse carriage. Mm-hmm. They, they, they got it for you, Emma. I know. I and, gotta, I gotta see it. And ev- all the other fairies are doing this like romantic slow dance. And then they start doing some middle school birthday party cha-cha slide low by flow ride a cupid shuffle gangam style electric slide dalmatian disco do the fruit salad yummy yummy dancing oh it is some ripe ripe cheese like they are just doing like those like mom dances it's like the ending of shrek it is so much like the ending of and shrek. That's all face. now i'm a believer yeah so okay, okay so they uh I'm so, in love. oh we're not even getting to the one most inconceivable part of this dance where they're dancing and then suddenly they do this weird slow motion question mark. Oh yeah, mark. they do this like slow motion. It's like the Matrix. It's like a reference to the Matrix. <laughs> Where they <laughs> lean back and slowly oh, turn around God. as Anu and Z are like flying around Why? them. And I don't Why? know what they're doing. Oh God. <laughs> it's... Oh, God. it's I don't. They've done like this sort of dance party stuff in the past, and well, it was is, more bearable. It lasts so. Why is it so long? It's so long, and it's so uncomfortable. So. And then they had to make it worse by having the rest of the fairies join in. Uh, but alas, their it, peace is brought because the king comes in and is like, "She stole a crystal because she has the necklace on." How will I release my toxins now? Oh, God. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow said I should put that in my castle. (laughs) Have you heard about the true potential of vaccines? You'll be shocked. Unleash the true healing powers of the crystal. It shall... Cleanse your auras. Okay, so uh, so now everyone has started. Buy my book featuring Jenny McCarthy as a forward author. Oh God. Anyway, so they 
she's banished from the kingdom because they yeah, think they stole her Yeah, then, like, of course, Catania tries to defend her, but then he's like, she's corrupted you with her vile ways. Which, I mean, again, that's... But I love her, father. Like, here's the thing, like... If they decided to go there, they could have used this as an avenue to actually tell, like, a lesbian love story. The yeah. structure is right there. Like, like they, I've learned long ago to not trust these corporations. I'm looking at you, Disney, and you're, like, seventh first <laughs> openly gay character. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Like, there's a lot of shit. Like fan Been art between like these. Their first openly gay character, like Gay Weasel, wasn't there from the start. Gay Weasel walked so Elsa could run. Yes. Even then, Elsa's at like a light jog. Oh God. Anywho, so she's about to leave, but then they see Feral Grandma just like hunched over on her cloud, just like. She's like. <laughs> No, she's not even holding out her hands. She's just like standing like a. <laughs> yeah, she just. They see her coming by. Like, wow, it just happens to be that lady we were talking about earlier coming back. Yeah. And which we gotta remember, they really establish how the king is super paranoid and is always putting out like guards everywhere. Yeah. But apparently, this lady comes in she just... with absolutely no effort, doesn't mean any resistance, and just instantly comes in and starts like turning their crystals to rocks, goes straight to like their birthing center. <laughs> no one is watching. No one sees this lady. Obviously, not even tried to hide herself, just flying in. Nobody sees it. And then she just like crashes the party and no one tries to fight her. No one does anything. She just like so easily topples this kingdom. Maybe they deserve to get their crystals stolen, honestly. Like, dang. Emma, I think this is the most angry I've ever seen at one of these I'm movies. I'm in a mood. I just say, I haven't slept well. I didn't sleep a lot. <laughs> this movie is too but much. But to your right? point, it, you're so right. Like, again, we don't like to be all cinemasins on these movies, but, like, the fact that they build this stuff up and they don't do anything with it, it's just like, what is going on? So... Yeah, they... <sighs> so, yeah, so, she freezes all of them and they gotta go stop her. Yeah. And and she's also throwing out some magic beams. So we yeah, we got the magic, magic beams. beams. And of course, like, her freezing spells work well to restrain everyone. And so, um, they, Mary Poza and Catania see that she... She is about to go to the heart crystal, and after she turns that one to rock, then they won't be able to restore any of the other crystals. So Mary Post is like, well, I guess I gotta go stop her by just kind of lightly trying to push her away. And Catania is like, well, I can't fly over there, and my magic horse broke her wing after she got knocked over earlier. So I guess I'm just gonna sit here and watch. And so Mary Posa goes up to sit, find Magic Lady, and she's like, Hey, stop that, you. I don't know who you are. Uh, yeah, the first time we've met this lady. But there, would you think there would be, like, some kind of conversation being like, Hey, lady, you, like, crippled me. Yeah, like, the thing that I'm wondering is, like, I was kind of expecting, like, uh, this 
evil lady to be like, why are you helping these crystal fairies? They've never done anything for you. All they've done is spit in your face. To which Mary Posa could be like, yes, but in order to make a friend in the future, you have to be a friend to them now. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. the whole thesis of this movie, which, as a principle, there are just way too many problems with that whole ideology of, like, oh, the only way to be able to gain tolerance is by bending over backwards to appease the oppressive in- group of individuals that are making your life hell. Mm-hmm. But... Anyway, they start fighting each other, and then own, and they are chasing each other, and oh no, the the bat and the puffballs are fighting, which is just, just please let them just all kill each other at once. Can they just all die? Please, just (laughs) please. Yeah, we've glossed over this, but like every scene that we describe, just imagine like it being twice. No. Three times as long with just every 30 seconds padding with Z. Just doing some shit. God. But, but Mary oh no. Posa gets frozen by evil lady. But And, then... uh, and uh, the Pegasus gets its wing hurt. Yeah, I mentioned. But uh, so Kat- No, it's fine. So Catania's like, oh no, Mary Posa. I guess all my trauma is gone, and I shall fly and save I'll fly to save my GF. Yep, so she goes up there, and then uh, they just... She just kind of, like, throws the old lady off. Yes! I mean, it's a pretty simple matter of... All they do is just chuck her because yeah, like, they seem to establish that saved her. Like she would, she she'd be dead. Up, I was that, like. yeah, I was straight up expecting like, wait a minute, fault like they're from a height pushing like this. We might get our first Disney death, but no. Yeah. But it I, is I interesting. Just, I'm that, for one of these movies for one of the people to finally just like straight up just murder the <laughs> villain. Oh man, one one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe in Barbie Frankenstein. Yes. But, but, yeah, so. Yeah, so, but, oh no, the the, crystal. The crystal is all but stone, but what's this? The magic glow orb is enough to get the crystal. With the crystal heart, because the power of friendship. Friendship slash love. And it's a... Yeah, it shoots out, and all the crystals are restored. And so, and they got new fancy outfits, too. So, you know, don't yeah. worry, we aren't By the way, going without a sparkle yeah, dress in. Yeah, how do you assess the outfits in this I, movie? I like them. Yeah, I that's good. another Like positive. I said, this movie visually is Visually nice. is great. Like, I agree with you in the beginning where you said, like, this is, like, probably the best-looking Barbie movie to date. Like, the models are all very expressive and nicely animated. The the sets still have a really good production design. Like, Rainmaker, they do a phenomenal, and I mean a phenomenal job for their production design. They have always a very clear aesthetic, and sometimes it can be in execution kind of underwhelming or unappealing to look at uh but it's i feel like this is one of the first movies well actually that's not true like like alongside i would say like the magic of pegasus the pink shoes i 
and to some extent Rapunzel and Princess and the Popper, I feel like this is a movie that definitely, like, shows, like, a realization of their artistic vision in terms of, like, the production design. And that's good on you, Raymaker. That's good stuff there. But... So, um, uh, but after be- this, they go down, and the father is like, Oh my god, you did something useful. I'm so sorry for being a racist. Now, if every single butterfly fairy went out of their way to appease me, then we'll have all of our problems solved. But before thing is over, the villain, Gwilliam, is just kind of laying on the floor, and he was like, And the king is like, Well, I'll take care of her, implying that he's straight up going to, like, execute her right now yeah in front of everyone but katania is like <laughs> which <coughs> a plus to katania like she i don't know this i really actually enjoyed this character moment where she's like no don't don't do anything she deserves a second chance she may have done terrible things but like because the whole thing is like all she wanted to do was do a, get a crystal thing and yeah because and they denied d- her which to be fair to them she did jump pretty quickly from wanting a crystal to being like i'm going to murder yeah all of she you was now. about to go do she was about to done do a genocide on yeah, them but so she gives her the crystal necklace and when she puts it on she becomes younger so the, well i guess we know she's good now because she's not ugly anymore so, I mean, the implication in the beginning was that the reason why she needed the dark magic is because her wings did not work, and when they got the crystal, it healed her wings. Which, which they never have... established that these crystals had, like, healing youth powers before. Which, you think that would be a thing that they could do with Catania? Like, there is an interesting parallel that you could establish here. These are both two women that had their wings hurt. Oh my god, I just had this idea. What if she's, like, embittered against both the butterfly fairies and the crystal fairies because she was injured in their initial conflict, and it's their hatred to one another that's the reason for her it could be being like, like, a plague on both your houses. Yes! Yes! Give us that! Yeah. We'll include that in our Barbie as... Barbie presents Romeo and Juliet. Oh, you say that, but, like, I definitely could picture a Barbie prince, like, a uh, a Barbie fairy-style Romeo and Juliet. Like, mm-hmm. that, I feel like that could really take advantage of a lot of their sort of storytelling aesthetic decisions with this. Yeah. So, anywho, yeah, she's a hero... And they return to Fluttershy. Not Fluttershy. What's the... Flutterfield. Thank you. Flutterfield. And they have another big party. And, oh, everyone's all hunky-dory. They're good friends now. And they start dancing. And Carlos dances with her. And then they're all like... It's all like... Oh, they are made for each other, so they gotta know homo us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let let it be known that the male and female puffball get together. This just proves there's no God. Bibble has abandoned us. Yeah, but they have. You can tell he's abandoned because I can't muster up the voice. 
But anyway, they have their whole thankfully not as dance party dance party ending where they're all flying yeah. and it's like i guess i we're guess all friends now yeah the end so we're on a streak still i guess of phenomenal movie getting high hopes then getting it's- it's not like there wasn't potential in this movie. No, like, there was so much potential in this one. I don't like, understand. I don't know. Like there's like some like snippets of stuff that could have been really good, but then it's just like just so much of this movie was just utter nonsense. <laughs> I don't. Just. I feel like the biggest problem with this movie is that like it so much of it feels rushed. Mm-hmm. But it feels drawn out at the same time oh, in yeah. that they pat out the damn thing with so many hijinks and hilarity that like when you get to the actual plot, they almost feel like, ah, oh, crap, we got to finish up this plot so we can get to the next bit of hijinks. And it's just like, and I feel like it just really underestimates the audience. Like the movies that are most well remembered in this series are the ones that have the more intricate plots. Like, Prince and the Popper, say what you will about it, like, they have a, like, actual intrigue and a conspiracy and all that. And with this one... And it's like, if it is a simple plot, like, then, like, at least, like, make the character focus, like, the focus of it. Yeah, like, like, show us these characters interacting with each other. But it's like, like, I mean, the interactions between the fairy princess and Mariposa are cute, but, like, they don't happen until, like, a good portion into the movie. Yeah, and most of it is, like... You could have used it to, like, illustrate how, like, hard it is to be friends with someone when you live in a society that fundamentally like, looks down upon a different... this almost t- even goes into some weird, like, culture things. I know we forgot to mention this, but I want to mention now, like, because, like, uh, Katiana, Katanya says yeah. something where she's like, well, if we let the flutter... But the butterfly fairies here, then they could like use up our resources and stuff. Which yeah, that's like a that's definitely a whole life. We're gonna take our jobs. Yeah, they got economic anxiety over here, worried about like the crystal supplies. Which like there could have been some kind of like interesting social like commentary. Yeah, in 2013, that was hecka relevant. Yeah, and it's like you know like it's for kids. Like they're allowed to be a bit like heavy handed with it, but it's like. It just never really engages in it besides a very basic, like, well, I guess they're friends now because yeah. she did a one good thing and they just needed that to realize that prejudice was wrong. Like, I don't know. <sighs> it's just... Disappointing. Yeah. To say the least. Mm-hmm. And I feel and like this is a side note. so much time on the fucking puffballs yeah i I mean this feels like a pretty sour note to leave elise allen's work on if i'm being honest i mean we've had our love-hate relationships with her work yeah i have the utmost respect for her like i cannot imagine how difficult it is to be like you can i can't i don't really feel comfortable blaming this on like a specific writer since these movies were so kind of like calculatedly made by like this toy company oh yeah it's sort of hard to judge like what is the intent of the writer and what was like studio mandate saying that certain yeah. things should be in the movie yeah like i could definitely see them being like no add more of z listen kid the kids them, love the minions we gotta get our minion puffball in there uh-huh. <sighs> but yeah 
Yeah, yeah. so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I'll say this. At least we didn't see Z's loose teeth. So, uh, so any other thoughts on this movie? Uh, nope. I'm about done talking about it. <laughs> What's your rating? Give it two crazy grandmas out of five. That's a I mean, I guess the two is because of the visuals and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing ever. No. It's not great. No, it's definitely like a... This is like it's a like C-minus C movie. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's slightly like, it's, below it's average. Like, yeah, it's slightly, it's slightly better than crap so you know yeah it's bet it's nowhere near as infuriating as like say uh like um i'm trying to think back on like the most infuriating ones like thumbling is up there for me and then, maybe like, like princess charm school too but that yes infuriating it's for very specific reasons those are for very specific reasons indeed but mm -hmm. yeah that's uh i guess i'm gonna give this a crystal out of 10 it's very pretty looking, but we don't get a lot of explanations on how it works, and therefore, it's very hard to appreciate it. Yeah. And then I saw her face. <laughs> now I'm a believer, not a trace. Okay, yeah, all right. So, uh, thank you for listening to The Pink Isle. I am... Yeah, I will say this, though. It does make me interested in our next movie. You want to know what the next movie is? Oh, what is it? Barbie and the Secret Door. And when it, and I will say this. I mean, the metric on what some of the Barbie movie fan community has to say about these movies. The, uh... I am told that Barbie and the Secret Door is one amongst the better... Ones that's of these the modern... one where it's like she goes their door and it's like a mermaid and a fairy and it's like they all team up i think so i honestly don't know much about it i think I've... yeah but i will say this we got a lot of random mermaid movies in our future. oh yeah there's a specific mermaid movie that is going to be on my radar that i'm very much looking forward to but we'll find out more about that later i will say this though the something i've noticed is that like since the pink shoes and like that they've been slowly moving back to like sort of the traditional fairy tale type thing like with the pink shoes they're doing a callback to like nutcracker and swan lake and now with this one they're calling back to fairytopia i don't know yeah i'm interested I mean, in seeing where I'm they go sure from here the last though because i knew i do know we have more like contemporary oh yeah up. oh i can't wait including for... one that is a barbie video game world you say that i am actually looking real forward no, to it. i'm just intrigued just by... i'm thinking about stuff like barbie and the great puppy rescue or yeah barbie that and stuff that's the... like that's kind of one that's like hmm Oh, yeah, they also have, like, a horse girl movie coming up at some point. Oh, boy. Which you think it... I don't know why it took them so long to make a horse yeah, girl movie. Yeah, that's a... That is that's an like untapped... Barbie and horse girl stuff goes kind of hand in hand. Oh, there. those are two, like, school kid groups that, like, they intersect. Don't get me wrong. The Barbie girls and the horse girls, they will separate themselves for specific purposes but when they are together they will yeah i'm looking forward to the one that's like barbie in space 
Oh. That looks like Mass Effect. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah, I'm like, I'm looking forward to these like really weird, more recent ones. Yeah, because I think from here, part of the thing about them like calling back to these old movies is that I almost get the impression that they're trying to like sort of say goodbye to the older stuff so that they can yeah. decide to go more weird and less uh, focused on some of the immediate uh, familiar territory. But, yep, until then, uh, thank you, one and all, for listening to The Pink Isle. Uh, if you enjoy the work that we do, well, first, Emma, you, yeah, you work, do writing. Yeah, I work for The Shield at USI. You, you work for The Shield at USI. Yeah. You are the features editor. Yes. You do writing. You do the news. And you do it darn good. Oh, thank you. Don't let anyone okay, take that. When was the last article of mine you read? <laughs> so I <laughs> called you out. Called... I can't believe you've done this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute! No, 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 no! You did. You did a feature on the play from last semester, right? Which play? The the, the there was. Like, USI did a... Oh, God, what was the play? Uh, the Midsummer Night's Yeah, Dream. like, you did a feature on that. Yeah. I read that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> I support you, because you're my friend! Oh, and I you. appreciate you! Thank you. you. But, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Why gummity? Yeah, so... <laughs> anyway, yeah. we're off the wall today, uh-huh. but uh, it's, it's that movie. It's that movie. Yeah, Henry he makes videos. They're pretty good. You should watch them. Yeah, he puts a lot of effort into it. I I do. I really do. Yes. But uh, alongside that, um, yeah. If you enjoy the other stuff that we do, uh, be sure to rate us on your podcast platform of choice. Leave a comment on it reading all that stuff like we really do read all of it and we really do appreciate it and we also appreciate anyone who follows us on twitter at pink Isle pod so if you enjoy the work we've done do give it a follow so you can stay up to date on the latest uploads until we peer through the secret door just one last time because we're about to leave i gotta summon him i gotta think, try you think of the darkest recesses of your <sighs> mind Think of the tooth. <laughs> thank you for watching, and thank you for hosting. I'm a broker, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to murder him. <laughs> oh no! You'll try me from the girl hey, hey, Fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. Don't look at the pillow. Don't look at it. Oh, I love the pillow. Oh, I bet you do. I bet you do. Oh, 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 o